can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Do you need an amazing waterproofing product? Look no more. BaseCrete is the number one cementitious 100% waterproofing membrane with a proprietary blend of polymers and specialized content. An easy to use all-in-one waterproofing membrane and bond coat that provides exceptional strength and unparalleled adhesion, yet remains flexible to absorb movement and the underlining concrete structure. With its range of application, BaseCrete is the ideal solution to protect or repair any concrete structure for use in swimming pools, roofs, terraces, foundations, cellars, deck, etc. It adheres directly to the substrate. No primer, no bond coat. How easy is that? Hey guys and gals, Heather here on the Talking Pools podcast with Hump Days with Heather. Hope you're having an amazing day. I know I am. It is Friday for me, recording this for you for Wednesday. Anyways, so on this episode, I want to talk about calcium harness. That lovely little calcium harness that everybody talks about during plaster. Versus plaster and remodel, it kind of goes hand in hand, right, with remodeling and just everyday plaster, right? So calcium hardness is the amount of calcium ions presented in pool water, right? It keeps between, it's supposed to keep, let me, let me rephrase that. It is supposed to keep between two to 400 parts per million, two to 400 A lot of people don't know that. (laughs) Calcium harness is very important. All right, so let's kind of go over it because it precipitates out of solution. So that's known as scaling condition, right? So when that calcium precipitates out of solutions, it's going to start scaling. I've just lost my train of thought. Yeah. Okay. Scaling. Sorry. Water with low harness levels will produce an aggressive condition. In aggressive conditions, soft water, right? The water will take the calcium it wants directly out of your plaster, resulting in plaster breakdown and bond failure in extreme cases. I have had it happen where the bond coat will fail and you'll start seeing calcium nodules pop up everywhere, like little bitty, like little bitty eyeballs and then like little calcium nodules from bond coat failure. It's two things that happen with that. It's either the bond coat failure or improper mixing at the calcium when you, they added too much calcium in the mixture to harden it because some plaster companies add calcium in the mix to harden it faster, which is a big no-no. Um, the for me, it was the bond that failed. I know it was that and not the calcium because this was during COVID. They didn't have bond coat. We used scratch coat and I couldn't get it anywhere. So 
I mixed my own, I mixed my own bond coat. Don't laugh at me. It failed. Yeah. Needless to say, I ended up having to replaster that. And I had to wait till we got bond coat, a scratch coat, you know, but I replastered that pool. Thankfully, they did plasterscapes and it, I mean, it was a pigment dye plasterscapes, but still. So anyways, make sure you get your calcium level the way it's supposed to be. Make sure you're following the startup guidelines because you don't want that calcium to pull out of the plaster and start breaking down that bond. Use calcium increaser if your levels are not at 200 to raise it. If it's at 400, you need to drain. If it's over 400, you need to drain that pool, right? You want to make sure that it is not participating out of solution. When the calcium is too high, it contains certain conditions that causes cloudy water. It can scale. It can film or form on the surfaces. So you see that like little, <laughs> I'm going to quote Andrea here magic eraser <laughs> she loves this magic eraser thing that was going around last year anyways it's like the magic eraser thing it's like the scrub buddy daddy thing i don't know what it's supposed to absorb like the the oils that are on the water right some people are like oh i'll just use that but no that actually doesn't do it so make sure that you are keeping your calcium level the way it's supposed to be again if it's higher than that 400 drain and refill and when you drain that pool, I can't stress this enough. Don't just drain that pool and then immediately refill it. You need to go in and pressure wash that walls because that calcium is going to stick to that plaster. So depending on what plaster is, I'll actually go in and do a chlorine, a chlorine wash on it to make sure all of that is off. You can also do a reverse osmosis if the rest of your chemistry is kind of off depending on how much you want to spend, right? Because by the time you fill that water back up, you got that water bill, then you've got your chlorine or your acid, depending on what you're going to do to remove it out of the plaster, because it does stick inside of the plaster pigments. You want to get that off or you can try reverse osmosis. When you do reverse osmosis, it's still going to be inside of the plaster. So just remember that as well, because it's still going to adhere to that. So to prevent corrosion, that calcium harness are too low. It can cause the pool water to become corrosive and damage the plaster and the metal fixtures and other equipment, right? But on that other hand, when the calcium levels are too high, it causes scaling, which can lead damage. So like when you see those metal fixtures and the lights have different colors, we obviously know what that is. And I've seen them stain the plaster entirely. And so to help prevent that staining, that levels have to be addressed because it can stain the plaster, the tile, the grout you know, anything in that pool, it can stain. A calcium harness levels affects that balance of that pool water, which makes the water alkaline. The calcium levels are too low. It's going to cause that balance to drop, which makes the water more acidic. So it works hand in hand and I, alkalinity affects pH, vice versa. It's the same thing. So make sure you're maintaining that proper balance. When the calcium harness levels are out of balance and you start to see that cloudiness, algae growth, equipment malfunctions, yes, it has issues with that. If you can't figure it out, I always tell people take, take two test kits. Like when I have issues, I take three test kits with me and I'm not joking. I have the Taylor, the blue Taylor one that has all the little reagents. That's the digital with the glass bottles that you stick in there. I forgot the name, the tri, the trimeter. Wayne, don't kill me for listening to this. I forget the name of it off the top of my head because I don't. I only bring that out when I have major issues and I'm freaking out. 
because I can test anything and everything with that test kit and I love it. The solutions are not cheap and it takes forever to do, but that's definitely not a test kit that you want on an everyday. That's like if you're having issues and you need to test like magnesium or copper, iron, you know, stuff like that. That's a digital reader. That's perfect for that. Um, so I'll bring that. I will bring my Taylor drop test kit. I'll bring my test strips. And then if I had a spin lab, I would bring that. So I would check all of these to make sure that I don't have any issues. And yes, I have done that before where I've spent like an hour just testing water because sometimes, and now remember guys, when you do this, you're going to get different readings within, you know, five parts per million, 10 parts per million between each test kit, because they're all going to be a little bit different. But if you're getting relatively the same, then you know your solutions are good because sometimes we leave our solutions out in the truck and we are not supposed to and they freeze or they get too hot and then it causes issues with the solution. So make sure that you're taking your test kit inside your house every day and not leaving it in the bed in your truck when it's 110 degrees out or when it's blow freezing out, right? We can't have our test solutions going back and forth. So... I hope you've enjoyed this episode on calcium hardness and why it's important. And if you have questions, don't hesitate to reach out to us and I'll be happy to answer them. All right, guys. See you later. Bye. just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 